0: It's a little exciting when well, the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the Playground Ooh.
1: Welcome back to the Playground. The grass is overgrown. <laughs> uh, the swing set These is weeds. rusty. There is... A little faded outline of chalk where perhaps (laughs) hopscotch was once played. (laughs) But not between myself and my dear friend, Arik, because we like to spend playground time talking
0: about basketball and Star Trek. (laughs) That's very true. Uh, When, like, I know time has absolutely no meaning anymore. But I couldn't even remember when we last recorded this podcast Ugh. and I, I just looked and it was nine months ago <laughs> really so is it like apparently it was like a season was,
1: preview probably or i guess that it might was, have been during the season
0: it was august 9th no wait that's what when was it serious dealing with life was the last episode when did this come out okay so that was that title
1: that came from November a Kyrie 28th, quote wow 2019 Wow! 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 A it's lifetime ago, my dude. A lifetime ago, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's <laughs> a lot has <laughs> happened. <laughs> Ugh.
1: You know, I feel like there's. You know, we're obviously in the midst of unprecedented times, uh, both yeah. in terms
0: of a pandemic. And oh, I thought the... you were talking about the Blazers becoming the first uh, play and winning team. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Well. Uh, Un- unprecedented, Herbert.
1: Unprecedented times, certainly yeah, for they our really are. our generation. Yeah, and and there's so much, and uh, there's also yeah. so much discourse surrounding said unprecedented times. And despite the fact that we have like one and a half really smart people on this podcast, <laughs> our, our full fledged articulate smart person me uh, sometimes stumble into a a, a lucid insightful thought. I don't think we should get too into the particulars of the litany of tragedies that have preceded this episode or uh, the stuff that's going on right now, Other, I, unless you want to. I mean. No, 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 okay. no.
0: no. I just want to say. A
1: refuge. Uh, yes, this is a refuge. I just hope everyone's okay. Um, yeah. I hope everyone is uh, taking it in whatever increments of time is manageable. I'm kind of on a day by day schedule myself.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah. it's 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 hard out here. And, and I want before we don't talk about it. We we will say that yes, of course we we have many things to say about it. We've said those things in perhaps other places, but uh, but we decided to do this podcast to bring us a small amount of joy to our own lives. Yeah, and the In three people that will listen times. to this, and the and if you're out there, hello Herb's mom, we really appreciate you. Um, she doesn't have a commute Grace. right now. She might not be. A, she might not listen. <laughs> <laughs> hello Grace, you're amazing and far too good for Herb. Just kidding. I love you both. And uh, you know anyone else listening? We Martin, maybe I don't know. We love you. Uh, we love all of our. We love all of the rules nation. Scroggs and, is probably uh, listening. Oh, hey Scroggs, I told I really do miss you. Actually, that we I, we need to get the trivia team back together. We actually but, had uh, a,
1: a virtual reunion uh, with like thirty percent of Gleeminex. X. am sorry that, that you did not invite me to. Okay, I Thank was you. invited by a former member um, who also didn't invite me. That's that's cool. Boy, should we just stop? I'm hurt.
0: Should we just <laughs> stop the pond? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, 30%. Okay. I don't feel as bad. Um, what else? Was it, was it all everybody but me? Was it like 99.9%? No, uh, we didn't invite Logan.
1: (laughs) Oh, great. So I'm the
0: same. Oh, okay. This is very revelatory. I thought this was supposed to be a refuge, but in fact, it's, uh, nothing of the sort. No, this uh, is like,
1: uh, what's that holiday from Seinfeld with the airing of the grievances?
0: Yeah, it's that. It's that. I don't remember. But. No, it,
1: it it really was something that kind of came together at the last minute. I was not the organizer. Um, I, yeah. There was a hard cap on participants um, ah. by the
0: time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway,
1: I'm not actually hurt. But I know I we do don't swear miss... on this podcast, but I, I feel like a big old bee hole. I'm sorry.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's okay. I do miss the uh, the crew. You know, those were good times in the in the before times. I miss it too. Yeah. Someday, someday we'll. I mean, we had retired. Like till we're clear, we had retired long before.
1: Yeah, our trivia team, we we went
0: out on top. Yes, yes, yes. But much
1: like, uh, much like much like beloved 80s sitcom, Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> they went beloved out on top. By
0: beloved by who? Uh,
1: all of England and myself.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that many of our listeners know what you're talking about, but um, it is one of your favorite shows.
1: Long running, popular British sitcom that went yeah. went out with what many people considered to be pretty much a perfect episode and a great send off for the
0: characters. And then, 10 as years we later, know, they're like, uh, there's only one British sitcom that I truly love. Are You Being Served? Are You Being Served, which I think most Brit. What are you, an Anglophile? Is that the term? Uh, people who are uh, yeah enamored with British culture would be called Anglophiles. And, and I yeah. suppose you could call me one. I believe that most of you uh, would consider Are You Being Served sort of a middle tier show.
1: I mean, well, I personally never spent a lot of time with it. Um, I don't know. You know, who knows? You know, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Um, I appreciate that. I know that like I think for example, Only Fools and Horses is like Great and brilliant, but most English people that I talk to seem to consider it something. It's like home improvement. <laughs> it's like, oh
0: yeah, that was oh, really wow. successful. But <laughs> okay, well, yeah, uh, well, you know, Ari being served is phenomenal, and should you ever choose to uh, want to watch all of it, you know how to do so. Uh, but um, all
1: I watch is Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> well, that's almost the else. right show. I watched the first <laughs> season of Steve Space nine.
0: You did, which is you know not the best season of DS Space Nine, but uh, you enjoyed it. By the end, you enjoyed it. You you it was rough going initially, and then all of a sudden it was more episodes where you are like, oh, that was really good. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah, there like, was some. It, it, it got better. There
1: were some fun ideas. I, I need to go back to it, and
0: I will. You do because it, it builds, and it, it, a lot of the stuff that was being laid in season one is going to come back to be awesome in in f- following seasons. Uh, what know, what, I mean, I what mean, part God exactly? Can, the can you imagine dull plots? Don't be a jerk. (laughs) Can you imagine if someone only watched season one of TNG and was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm good." I'm sure there are plenty of people who did. Season of Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's not my problem. (laughs) It's not my problem that Tuesdays Nine's first season is not the best one. Arrik, why are you so combative right now? We must come together (laughs) and hold each other up. I want to come together and have you watch d Space nine to be really happy. I actually really so for all of our listeners out there, it, Herb would text me about it and it was like it brought joy to my life. Wow, I did. Wow. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun to have you text me about it. I will. I'll go
1: back and I'll yeah. text you all about it, good and bad. Yeah, we I had will, some fun. I will
0: eventually finish watching uh, STD. Oh, Discovery! <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe they named it STD. And maybe Star Trek. They didn't think card, of that. Although I heard really bad things, and I would like to try Lower Decks. Although I also heard that was pretty trash, to be honest. So uh,
1: Lower Decks is just it? like
0: I have watched
1: both episodes that have aired so far, and I think it's mm-hmm. really bad. Um, it's just like a not very funny uh, license blatant rip-off of Rick and Morty. That's
0: what I heard. Yeah, it was yeah. like Rick and Morty minus any of the redeeming value. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I don't even, yeah. I'm not even a Rick and Morty guy, but Rick and Morty is at least uh, sort of theoretically subversively brilliant. I'm not sure it's quite as brilliant as the people who love it think it is, but I've only seen a few episodes, so I can't really comment. But from what I heard, Lower Decks is like a completely defanged Rick and Morty with no redeeming qualities. But That's, I would like to
1: them that's that's a really good uh uh summary I, I i think rick and morty is really really funny and i think the the strongest aspect of it is they they do a really good job of of despite the fact that it's a send-up of like a serialized sci-fi uh show like a doctor who or a star trek they actually are very clever with the plotting and there's like not unlike Star Trek or Doctor Who, like, uh, every now and then there's an episode where you're like, oh, wow, they really kind of nailed that idea. Um, it is mm. – I, I, I'm not as huge of a fan as a lot of people are. I find it to be very kind of, like, nihilistic and cynical. Um, yeah. Which yeah, the person e- I know
0: who likes it the most is also cynical.
1: So. Is this the person that hated the Final Fantasy remake? Wow.
0: I don't remember. No. <laughs> no, it's not. That person <laughs> Damn, is Damn, that is a – deep cut. <laughs> uh yeah
1: and uh uh lower decks is like that but it's like again you know it's just like it's like there are two students taking a test and lower decks was like looking over rick and morty's shoulder and copying the answers but couldn't read it that well it's like mm. it's very disappointing but picard mm. is even worse picard is just like i'm not gonna uh get into it because i'll probably start crying <laughs>
0: it is <laughs> I mean they ruined what was an incredible incredible opportunity right that's what's so upsetting about it you're yeah, you're talking
1: about a sequel series to my favorite t v show of all time and it's right, starring a, the guy starring the guy uh and it's a train wreck a train wreck it's, it's so so terrible anyway uh that's, that's about eight minutes really, on Star trek really that's probably pretty good unfortunate
0: well hold on like what was are you are you like does everyone agree with you about that you know Rotten Tomatoes really, is it an 87 percent
1: i don't i think I'm, I'm gonna sound like a crackpot here but i think a lot of critical discourse is uh heavily manipulated um mm. i don't do you see also think how... cell phone towers is poisoning? Okay, your brain? here we go. <laughs> <laughs> G <5G, laughs> man, you set yourself up. You set yourself up for that one. I said I knew I was going to sound like a crackpot. I know,
0: I know, and I went there. I, I took you there. You took me there, and I, I happily followed you. But so it's what just like,
1: is it? If you look you at the people who say positive things about the show, they're all parodying, parroting like the same like sort of talking points, and it's like, where did this come from? You know, mm. it's like. Mm. You know, I you know, I like most of the Disney Marvel stuff, but like every one of their movies that came out, some of them were good, some of them were bad, but th- the criticism around it was like not very critical. You know, it was just it all felt mm. like it was like I don't know. I don't I don't trust uh, I don't trust criticism anymore. I think it's been
0: Yeah, there's no Pauline Kale co-opted. Out there is there. Pulling the tail. C- Pauline Kale. Pauline Kale. Who the heck is that? Is that? Not her first name? She's one of the most famous American film critics of all time. Oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> More of she, a USA Today guy. <laughs> she she wrote for the New Yorker from sixty eight to ninety oh, one. Like a, so she was like a predecessor American of, of Anthony Lane's. She uh, she was pretty pretty brutal, um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, you know there isn't who is the I mean even a Roger Ebert there isn't even an Ebert right now. No. Uh, I'll tell you what. Dark, dark times. I'll tell you what.
1: You what? watch the first three episodes of Star Trek Picard, which is not a big ask, because okay. I have watched a whole no. season of Deep Space Nine for you, and I mean, yeah, continue. I didn't ask you to do that.
0: Didn't ask you to do that at all, but that's fine. Yes, yeah, you did. I didn't do that, yes. No, Are you kidding me? You told me you were going to... Okay, anyway. I will watch three episodes of Picard. I can do that. And then the next time we record a podcast,
1: after the next... Oh, we can really uh, get into it. I, no, I just want
0: you in twenty twenty to look
1: me in the virtual eye and tell me that there's okay. any way it's
0: possible that eighty seven percent of critics <laughs> think that's a good TV show. Here's the thing, though. I heard that the I heard that Picard. The only thing I know about Picard is that it supposedly takes a pretty dramatic turn midway through and not for the better. So, if I watch only the first three episodes, am I going to be like, "This is great"? What are you talking about?
1: No, no, okay, absolutely not. Right. Unless, I mean, it's kind of like, do you remember seeing the Phantom Menace in the theater and walking out and being yes. like, was that a good movie? Uh, I remember, yeah. I'm like, remember. I didn't you realize what I saw. I, I, I couldn't, it, it wouldn't have occurred to me that that movie could be as bad as it was. And I just didn't I think really. The better...
0: Go ahead. For me, the better version of that. Would be uh, when I saw I saw. Uh, Scott ladies
1: and, and gentlemen, Ark has a better
0: version of something that I said. Sorry, hang on a second. I saw the I saw the Scott Pilgrim movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A better version for me because I don't really remember my. I remember Phantom Menace a little bit. I I, I was there opening day, uh, but I was also there. I was there for the midnight showing of Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know me or don't know this about me, I have was obsessed with Scott Pilgrim, like the comics. I've met the dude. I bought all the swag. Like I was. You met Scott with god Pilgrim, the so when they, yes, of course. Uh, I when I, when the movie was going to come out, I was like, oh my god, you know, this is like incredibly important to me. And I went to the midnight showing, and I saw it, and I was very happy afterwards. You know, uh-huh. the the audience seemed to love it. The energy was high. I was like, this was great. And then uh, over the next couple days, uh, sort of thinking back on the movie, I just liked it less and less and and then i saw it like two or three other times and every time i just liked it less and i was just okay. like this is such a terrible movie and it's so wasteful of what was so great about it." like edgar wright did not understand scott pilgrim at all and it, it, michael's sarah was the absolute worst casting choice possible and why did they change this and why did they change that and you know all these things and you know whatever i'm like a Scott Pilgrim, you know, super fan or whatever, or was I think I've cooled down. But uh, but like you know, I think that that's how I would relate to it. Is like you you can watch something like Phantom Menace, and you're just so excited for new Star Wars, and the, you hear the you know the music at the beginning, and everyone's in the audience, and everyone's equally excited, and the energy's high, and everyone wants it to be good. To the point where they almost will themselves to believe it's good for that moment in time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically what I'm saying. I mean, but there's no way that Picard card is worse than the last Star Wars movie, which was one of the biggest piles of cinematic garbage you know, I've ever seen. It's so
1: in my life. funny that you say that because uh, I was talking about this with my my twin brother the other
0: day. I'm I'm I'm, I'm familiar with him.
1: His um oeuvre. Because it's oeuvre. Yeah, we were discussing uh, which was worse. And I think it's, I think the only, like, Oh, no, Phantom Menace is way better. So Phantom Menace is much, 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 much better than Rise of the Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Rise way of the Skywalker be- is the worst Star Wars film by a country mile. Yes, like, by, by
0: leagues, by, I mean, by an almost unimaginable amount.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, I've never seen Battlefield Earth. I bet that movie's better than The Last
0: Jedi. <laughs> I, 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 be, I bet you're right. I mean, Rise of Skywalker is, like, comically bad. Like, like hard to believe how bad it is. Like, things happen in that movie. I, if anyone saying that movie has anything valuable or redeeming to it, I don't believe any other thing you have to say. Like, It made me... Uh, ret-
1: it made me retroactively like the prequel trilogy more, which yeah. I have hated and harbored a hate for for 20 years, and it made me feel retroactively guilty for arguing with people who like it. Because I realized, yeah. you know what? Those movies are not for me, and I think they have issues, but there is a uh coherency there, there's a, nar- is that the there's right a word? point. Yeah, there's a point. Yeah,
0: there's a coherency, yeah.
1: There's a con- coherency, uh they have a distinct visual style. Um There's so much better. And to to the jerk I was to people who enjoy those movies, I wish I could, like,
0: call them all up like someone uh, at the end of their 12 steps (laughs) and apologize. And and listen, there's a lot of things wrong with the prequel trilogy, but the core story of, like, the failure of democracy and how someone falls to, um, you know, extremist hate and all these kind of things, at least it's attempting something. It does not succeed. You know what it is like the
1: the prequel trilogy at least has a voice you know and and yeah. the problem yeah. with the prequel trilogy it's like a lot of times when artists get too successful and people stop telling them no, like the prequel yeah. trilogy is a quintessential example of that, and sure, Rise yeah. of the Skywalker is the opposite. There is absolutely no creative artistic voice whatsoever. It is no pure, Rise of the
0: Skywalker is Star Wars. We need to end this trilogy, the movie,
1: yeah. Throw in the Emperor. But that doesn't make any sense.
0: Shut up. Just throw him in. People know who the Emperor is. Oh, don't even explain it. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't we don't need to explain it. Like, oh, we're over here now. Why? Don't, I, don't know. Oh, you two have a connection for this thing. Why? Don't <laughs> know. Oh, uh, this is happening now. Why? Don't know. Oh, this character is gone. We don't know why. Like, <laughs> the, the, the Last Jedi was not a great movie, uh, but it was doing... Some things that were interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not good. It, it, it's 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 pacing is off, to, and I didn't think the acting was great, and the plot had a bunch of pointlessness to it. But there was a value to it. It was it had a like you said it had a perspective, mm-hmm. and uh and and then for the rise of Skywalker they were just like nope everybody hated that movie we need to make a billion dollars so literally everything you didn't like it's over now look it's everything you all want it's everyone you like and no one you don't like and everyone's doing the thing you want them to do and everyone else is gone and it's the same thing again and uh look at this look at this and it's i mean it's just it it you know it 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 reminds me of um uh were you a twin peaks fan
1: not really but i'm i could probably understand what you're about to say
0: okay so when Twin Peaks was set up, the you know the, there's a central mystery to the show, and I'm not going to ruin anything for anyone because I love that show and I don't want. Well, the anything, whole thing
1: was marketed around the central
0: mystery. It was a central mystery, and the intention you of the creators it it's the murder, uh, yeah, the murder of a of, teenage girl named the murder Mara of a teenage Palmer. Girl. Yeah, and the 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 point of the show, as conceived by David Lynch, was that he was never going to resolve that central mystery. I see it where was, you're going with this. I see where you're it going. It was with intended this. to just be. A mystery, and the show was so successful that ABC said, "No, you need to uh, pre-Disney ABC, who otherwise never would have aired it," uh, said that um, you need to wrap this up because people want people have questions, they want answers, and we need to do something with the show. So, middle of season two, he has to wrap up this mystery, and then has absolutely no idea where the show should go because, of course, that wasn't his intention. Yeah, and there's like seven or eight episodes where you can watch as someone. Tries to keep America, you know, like millions of people entertained, as they try to figure out what the fuck they're doing with their incredibly popular network syndicated show. Swear, and sorry, please continue. So yes, yeah, sorry, it's it's fascinating. It's like, I mean, he eventually finds a new plot, and the rest of the show is is great. The the ending part, but there's this middle part where it's just all red herrings and puppet theater and you know don't look over here man behind the curtain wizard of oz type stuff and it's amazing cuz you can just imagine the the stress and you know they're just trying to find a way to put out show week by week right and i think that yeah. um but but it still has a very singular voice and it redeems itself this looks like they didn't i mean why would you greenlight a three part well i mean it's a trilogy why would you greenlight a new trilogy and have no idea What the story of the trilogy is going to be? Like, why would you do that? Like, that's dumb. So they make you know the Force Awakens, and it's with one vision, and very specific. It's very entertaining. They play it very safe, but it was a very entertaining film. But it's entertaining. It's fine. I didn't love it, but it's fine. But and then and then you give the series to a completely different person with a completely different agenda. Yeah. It seems like they did not communicate at all. Who clearly doesn't really up. like Star Wars and right. kind of wants to...
1: Uh, Subvert it. Yeah.
0: And the first movie sets up all this stuff that the second movie just pisses on. Yep. And then the third movie just goes beyond that and says, that second movie, don't, that didn't even happen. And yeah. it's they, just like... They
1: double back on doubling back. It. Yeah. I think it's the worst piece of mainstream, big-budget commercial entertainment I've ever seen. I really
0: mean that I, it's horrific and it, and it has just it it's just it's it's crass it's it's crass commercialism it's it's the worst it's just it's awful it is absolutely awful and I just don't understand even how it happened like I understand that you know Rose Tico was not appreciated by you know man babies or whatever but like <laughs> what what happened here you know what I mean like it just it's just like unbelievable that a movie series that made that much money that uh, That that cost that much money That was that anticipated That was that big of a cultural deal Was done in such Made by a company that is not really risk taking Like This is just the fact that they did it so unprofessionally The fact that they did it so haphazardly And tried to like wing it Is just unreal I mean at least like You know uh, Movies that happened during the writer's strike Right That, that mm-hmm. couldn't move You know like famously uh, James Bond Quantum, the Quantum of Solace James Bond movie like it was a huge budget movie the production time was locked in and it was um, they hadn't finished the script and then mm-hmm. they couldn't hire any writers so Mark, the director Mark Forster and the, um, and the main actor Daniel Craig were like figuring out the story every day on set together so like the fact that it's kind of a mess is very understandable right and this did not, not have that problem that's not a great movie but it's, no, it's 10 times, times than better
1: one. than Rise of the Skywalker
0: yeah oh easily and and it's just like it's just I mean I I'm I'm so glad we ended up talking about this cuz I've been like obviously I've had these emotions I don't even care about Star Wars that much and so now someone's going to say well Can I can I, yeah so can I far. just interrupt
1: you for one second uh yeah. this is so incredible because I tried to have a conversation on this podcast with you about Star Wars like a year ago and you yeah. just wouldn't have it Really? <laughs> yeah, you were like, "Oh, I don't really care about Star Wars." I'm like, oh, come on, Ark. I'm I'm trying to make a point. I had something I wanted to talk about, and you certainly, <laughs> certainly, you can indulge me. And you're of like, of course, yeah. you remember
0: this. I I, remember. Oh, I
1: remember it so clearly, and being so frustrated, are. and being like, there oh, you. I'm so sorry, I wanted to talk to our uh, talk about Star Wars on our basketball slash secretly pop culture podcast. Secretly, <laughs> actually, pop, much
0: like Bill Simmons.
1: <laughs> don't please don't compare us to Bill Simmons. <laughs> uh, and now. Look at you, fired up. I You've know. been talking about Star Wars for like 20 for a, minutes. A while. Yeah. Please, it's been a please minute. continue.
0: No, I I think I'm done, but like I'm sorry. <laughs> I will just say to you Herb, I'm sorry. Uh that d- I would not talk about it with you last time, but I don't remember. Don't be
1: sorry. I I think it's just a testimony to what a uh just what a kind of a fascinatingly horrible movie it is. <laughs> It really is. Yeah, because... Oh, God. I remember remember seeing Last Jedi in the theater and leaving and being like, huh. And then it was very divisive where some people really loved it, and I think those Mm. are the people that were kind of waiting for a Star Wars movie that was trying to move on from Star Wars, which wasn't what I wanted, and, and I didn't necessarily enjoy it. And then there were people that thought it was the worst thing they'd ever seen, and I thought that was a bit much. I was like, huh. I wonder what they'll do next.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I went and saw uh, Rise of the Skywalker in the theater with Grace and it was just it oh, was so sorry. Oh, man, it was like the Phantom Menace in terms of like when I left I was just like, "Wait. What was that?" But it wasn't like with the Phantom Menace, I was like, "Oh, yeah, I think I think I kind of like that movie." And then it took me like a few months to be like, "Oh, that was bad. This was more I like,
0: legitimately could not believe I didn't watch it in in theaters Uh, I watched it on uh, Disney Plus and and I I could not but as I was watching it I could not believe that it was that bad like I I just was like there's no like what is happening like it was so it was just so poorly done like it's not even (sighs) professional like it's it's just I, I I just I was in shock
1: I saw in a crowded theater opening weekend yeah and Towards the end of the film, when Kylo Ren, and I'm so sorry to spoil this. No, spoil, it, spoil it. Don't watch <laughs> it. No one should watch it. Towards the end of the film, when Kylo Ren and, uh, what's her name? Ray, they kiss.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Ray Palpatine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, I do have something to say about that. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay. wait.
1: When they kiss, the, uh, it's supposed to be this, uh, you know, emotional Beautiful catharsis. Moment. He's redeemed himself. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the film, and the the, the packed theater
0: just erupted in laughter. Like, of oh yes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, how about how about? <laughs> oh my god, how about? I mean, it's so blatant. <laughs> I can't even. The so the last Jedi is like, yeah. Why is it that everyone has to be related to like three families? It's a powerful idea. Like, it doesn't matter who your family is. Like, that you don't have to have come from some famous family to be important. Like, yeah. You know, let's subvert that. Like, let's say you don't have to be related to one of these five people; it's totally fine. And like, yeah, your your family were not relevant. Who cares? You're here. Yeah, and hero then,
1: destiny, De- destiny storylines are very much kind of becoming a thing of the past, and that's good because it kind of sends the wrong message. But please continue.
0: Yeah, and then JJ comes in and is like, uh, "Yeah, no, we're gonna make it. Ray is gonna be Palpatine's granddaughter." <laughs> So that I can pretend like that somehow fits the idea that your parents were not relevant. But still have you be related to one of three people. Boy, 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 boy. Like, like, what the f... Like, I did that for you. I didn't swear. Like, what is that? Like, why? Why? Why is she Palpatine's granddaughter? That makes no sense. Also, why were her parents irrelevant? You're telling me that Senator that, that Emperor Palpatine had a child and just like let them live a normal, boring life and didn't care? Like, I don't think so. Like I love this is <laughs> I love that this is our first basketball podcast in nine <laughs>
1: months and we're talking about yeah. a year old movie that we hated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is very, very us. But, but I just, I mean, the more details you remind me of of that movie, the more I'm going to talk about how much I hated it. It's like, just
1: so, yeah. like, it's so, just,
0: it just careens from nonsense to pointless nonsense to fan service garbage to bad fan service garbage to, like, you know, just, so, just everything about it. I I really can't think of a single thing about it that's not trash.
1: Uh, I like the sure. little the little uh alien that erased C3PO's memory.
0: Oh yes, that alien was pleasant.
1: He was cute. And yeah. some of the jokes when C3PO's memory was erased, I thought were funny. Like he encounters pleasant. him like Those were pleasant an hour movies. later and he's like, "Oh, it's yeah. one of my oldest friends." Like that maybe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That's it though. Someone That's came it. in and punched that up and they did that. That was great. <laughs>
1: Um, uh, so just yeah. to tie to tie a ribbon on it and to bring it back around. Force
0: healing powers, Ugh, but yep. only in one let's direction. Just, let's just let's just <laughs> uh,
1: we'll do yeah. like a three <laughs> hour <laughs> post mortem on yeah. Rise I of the. I wonder, Skywalker. did the Star
0: Wars minute people do that movie? Because that must have been just awful for them. Anyway. I wonder.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's guess, kind of liberating because, like, doing the like original trilogy is like sacred. Um, right. Maybe, maybe doing something like Rise of the Skywalker, you can really like, get the, into it. Yeah. 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 But just to tie a ribbon on it, like... Sure. Yes. Rise of the Skywalker is worse than the TV show Picard. But that in no way (laughs) (laughs) means that Picard is is good in any sense. Like, you're just talking about, like, the most extreme example. Like, a... A star exploding probably is pretty loud. Well, probably not because you're in space. But if you, I don't know, if you were in an atmosphere and you heard it, it's probably pretty loud. That doesn't mean that, like, a
0: My Bloody Valentine concert isn't loud. Do you know what I mean? Uh, My Bloody Valentine concert is very, very loud. By the way, it looks like, just for our listeners, if you're still here, Star Wars Minute is on Rogue One right now. So they still have a way to go. Yeah, I'm sure that's... (laughs) that's, (laughs)
1: I am so if if the people who listen to this for basketball are still listening
0: let's there's no one listening to this for basketball but let's let's get into I it. I have
1: a couple of friends that listen for basketball.
0: Alright, well you should put a chapter note in so they can skip to this part.
1: Why don't you, when you put the show notes in, say fast forward one half hour for basketball time? <laughs> okay. Because it's been about a half hour. Um, I'll I'll
0: listen back to it and check. I can put in the exact Okay. Great. Yeah. If Great. I remember. Uh, hang on. I gotta pull up my. Okay, we only have fifteen minutes left before I'm supposed to go too. So that's fun.
1: Yeah, you but can we'll... push that a half hour, <laughs> maybe. Not really. No. <laughs> what you I got a kid a or something? Bit, but... um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's just let's just each. Let's uh, uh, so it. the <sighs> let's get into it.
0: Okay. Wow. How... Fifteen minutes. Oh, how about this? I think I have a good segue. Okay. Can I try it? Yeah. We let's got go from something time, that was complete trash. To something that is shockingly good. Yeah. Very entertaining. Opinion, very Which entertaining. is like, I cannot believe they have pulled off this bubble.
1: You and I were both extremely cynical about it, them being able to sustain it and how entertaining it, were. it would be.
0: And they've done it. Yeah. I'm beating crow on that one.
1: Totally, totally hooked. Especially now that the playoffs have started. Uh, I'm watching everything that I can and, and having a lot
0: of fun doing it. Yeah. It's, they, they did the, they got the, I mean, obviously the first thing is they've gotten the safety, right? At least thus far. Yeah. Right? Baseball has been <laughs> a trash fire, but they've had no, I mean, I guess hockey did, is doing a good job at this too, but they've had no cases. They're keeping everyone safe. It seems like all the games are happening. Like everything's happening as it's supposed to. But on top of that, uh, the they, they did such a good job with the sort of court and the crowd and that weird gimmick of the you know, of the fans from home which they don't do too much of, right? So it's yeah. funny and pleasant and not annoying and stop it, you know. And it's and like the crowd noise that they pipe in, which feels just enough to make it not feel weird, but not enough where you're like, This feels inauthentic and dumb. Like they did such a good job. With this, it's 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 shocking, and like you know, I'm I'm really enjoying it. And on top of that, I have to agree with. I I was listening to, uh, the I was watching the Lakers Blazers game last night, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And Chris Weber was saying that he, I mean, he went a little farther than I would. He was saying he thinks that this is actually better than the regular season, than the regular way the season is done. But one thing he said that I would agree with is that in some ways some of the players some of the basketball has been better some of the players have played better some of the refereeing has been better because there are no distractions and there is this you know it's been less you know influenced by um, uh, you know the crowd for example getting favorable calls and things like that the calls have been more correct like it's been really good on both a sort of entertainment level and a basketball level which is really surprising i mean that part of that is, is influenced by the fact that my uh team was playing incredibly hard and caring and trying because the playoffs started for the blazers like with the first play-in game uh, with the first seeding game i mean but you know i've just really been impressed yeah i couldn't agree
1: more like i find myself wondering watching this like this m- more pure product i'm like with this you know if, if financial considerations and uh, fan feelings <laughs> were not a factor would this be the ideal way to watch basketball and I think well, the answer is yeah, yes. I think the
0: bigger problem yeah I think it would be yes as well but I think the bigger problem would be that the players don't aren't gonna be I mean I guess if they could bring their families with them but I don't think it would have the same vibe then
1: well I just mean without a crowd um, oh sure 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 yeah but uh, but I do have to say it does seem like not all players universally are thriving in this environment. Um, No, but some people are. Some people are. Um, uh, Yeah, I think it's just great. I agree with everything that you said. Um, I think part of it is being starved for entertainment because I'm, you know, uh, spending a lot of time at home. And uh,
0: (laughs) I am so sick of everything. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you're not – that is not uh, for the – you know, you are not a stay-at-home all the time. I mean, you enjoy your time at home, but you – spent a lot of time out of the home prior to this, so sure, it gets yeah. very hard for you.
1: You know, I, I yeah, I, I have hobbies uh, that require being uh, outside of my apartment, and uh, often in groups of people, and uh, those uh, those aren't things anymore, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, so I agree with everything you said. I think since we have barely any time left, perhaps we should just talk a little bit about our individual teams and, uh, let me go first yeah. and say that the Boston Celtics won by twenty seven points today.
0: Woo. They
1: really did, with <laughs> no Gordon Hayward. With no Gordon Hayward um, on the heels of a, a very strong performance uh, by Jason Tatum, as well as uh, Kemba and Jalen, both also like you know star performances. But it's fun. Um, you know, I feel so bad for Gordon Hayward. Uh, it seems like the yeah, guy. Too. Uh, no pun I intended, but the guy can't catch a break yeah um yeah uh fortunately you know this this is not as severe an injury as he had two years ago but uh, again you know just when people are kind of starting to say oh yeah Gordon Hayward's really good um that happens um and uh what's you know so sorry Gordon Hayward but what's really uh what's really been exciting to see and we saw it towards the end of the season and then when the bubble first started everyone's like oh darn it uh it seemed like tatum was kind of getting to that like next level um because mm-hmm. like you start by showing that like oh you can put up like 35 and just like put on this like crazy offensive fearless performance where no one can stop you but it happens like once every five games and then you know like how consistently can you do it and like tatum is getting to the point where he can just do it um and it's it's so exciting to see um
0: you know, and of course, now he's going to like have like seven points in the next game. I'm totally chasing <laughs> it. But. <laughs> no, but there's something so special about when it's a homegrown guy that you've put so yeah. much uh, energy and time into, and to see them, and just you almost become, you know, he doesn't, you don't know him personally, I don't think, but, uh, you know, you I almost feel become, like I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You become, you get to the point where you feel like you do. And so you become invested in them as almost as people, and to see someone achieving i mean it's great for your team of course as well but also just on a personal level at least for me to see someone that you've rooted for for so long and, and invested in achieving their goals and realizing their potential it's extremely uh you know pleasant experience it's like just a nice wonderful thing to see
1: yeah it it really really is uh yeah <sighs> J.T. um and yeah jalen brown is great um I do think, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Like the Raptors are so good, and that is uh, almost that, could like,
0: be a, that would be a tough series.
1: Certainly, who we would face if if we advance, and you know, who knows? You know, it's only two games; you got to win four. Um, it's
0: true, but Embiid uh, played well in both, and they are not getting it. He, he is not getting enough help. Uh, whatever and you I, just
1: I, said, I you cut out on my
0: end for a second. Sorry. That's OK. I said, uh, Embiid, but yeah, played, Embiid I said Embiid played, played really well in both games and he's just not getting enough help. And I think that without um, Ben Simmons, it's really, really changed this team. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what Embiid would have to do to, uh, you know, I, I think uh, on the Celtics side, you know, Marcus Smart stepped back in to the starting, starting lineup, lineup with Gordon yeah. Hayward out. And it really didn't. He really kind of just filled that void. You know, whereas the there's, Sixers obviously don't have anyone who can step in for Simmons.
1: There's enough
0: uh, uh, appetite to
1: eat uh, with those guys who are out there with the Celtics. You know, the concern is, oh, Gordon Hayward does so much and he plays for 30 minutes a game. And obviously we're better when he's out there. But, uh,
0: obviously, you know,
1: when you're talking about, you know, you got Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, all legitimate star level players. You have Marcus Smart, who's like this pest jack of all trades. Uh, you have kind of like one and a half good centers between the three centers that we have. Like, mm-hmm. there's enough there to make it work in, in a play playoff rotation, especially in the first round. Right. Um, and it, right. it's been uh, it's been happening. And yeah, you're right. Like, if you look at Joel Embiid's like stat line, um, it's it's uh, better than Tatum's. He scored more points. He had more rebounds. <laughs> Didn't have a he he is minus, not the but. reason
0: this. He's not the reason the Sixers are losing, and that yeah. is a problem because that means it's more you know structural right now. It's the whole team. Yeah,
1: I I really the one thing that I'm like really nervous about coming out of all this is that we're seeing like the the seeds of the next super team dynasty being planted. <laughs> like, is it going to be in bead Giannis and like I don't know Bradley
0: Beal playing for? <laughs> But what if they were with the Celtics? Oh, yeah, sure, great. Um, you would you would talk yourself into that in
1: ten minutes? Are you kidding? I talked myself into it five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we give you a minute to talk about your team, I do want to say I saw a really funny tweet. Uh, some some scientific Twitter account uh, posted about this shark that was just discovered somewhere. That's like. Three hundred and fifty years old, and it's wow. the uh, it's been swimming in the ocean since like the uh, what is that the sixteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds, or sorry, seventeen yeah, hundreds, and uh, uh, it's the oldest living vertebrate in the entire world, uh, or known living vertebrate in the entire world. And uh, someone retweeted it and said, "Elton Brand just signed him for four years, one hundred and ten million dollars." <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you see that <laughs> Vlade Divac got fired? Oh, I thought he kind of... I thought it was kind of mutual. Did he he just got straight up fired? Well, I don't know. But he's oh, not the well, GM yeah, I did anymore. See that. I mean, Very interesting. I can't believe it took as long as it did. And, yeah, they hired uh, Dumars, who's had tremendous success. Yeah, who was success.
0: last good in 2006, but fine. Yeah, great. He oh, has come a championship. On. You don't oh, think he, he deserves bad. another chance? He was bad by the end of that Pistons run, but, yeah, no, I guess he deserves another chance. I mean... I was listening to someone
1: talk about it today. Uh, he he did have a bad run towards the end, but it wasn't like... I don't know. Other GMs have gotten a lot more leeway, having achieved a lot less than Joe Dumars got. Oh, for sure. I'm not sure. mad at it.
0: Vlade Divac literally still defends choosing Marvin Bagley III <sighs> over Luka Doncic. So, Vlade. Oh, Vlade. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, speaking of home-grown... Talents. Yeah. The, what do they call them? The Cinda Blazers? (laughs) Is that what they're calling them? No, it was the Cinderellas. We need to come up with one for the Blazers. Cinda
0: Blazers. Blazarellas? Blazarellas, sure. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, on the one hand, I mean, is there a team that benefited more in a weird way from the shutdown? I mean... Got literally done. (laughs) No. The... Two-fifths starting lineup, front court player. Yeah, (laughs) like I mean, it's it's like if this team, you know, as a lot of people have said, if this team had been together all year, they would have been like a fourth seed, right? I mean, they're not; they wouldn't not have been fighting for the to maybe catch the eighth seed. I mean, just it it's just uh, ridiculous how much it it matters. You know what? What I think so. It's first of all, it's been incredibly, incredibly fun. I mean you know, that those games were all hard and there were no blowouts. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's partially because I guess maybe one blowout, but no, no, in the bubble, no. Um and that's because the team doesn't play much defense. Uh but uh but like they've all they been incredibly Yeah, they did yesterday. They've all been incredibly entertaining games and you know, obviously Damian Lillard, who you were referring to, has just—I mean, it's—it's it's hard to believe that someone at his level could go up another level, but um, you, you know, he has. I mean, he was MVP of the of the bubble unanimously. He had is the first player now, other than Wilt Chamberlain, to have three sixty-point games in the same season. He, I mean, just followed it up with a fifty-point game. I mean, you know, he's just been absolutely unbelievably good, and not just scoring, you know, finding guys, assists, and actually, even on defense, he's been he's been doing what he can. You know, Nurkic has been, I mean, Nurkic has some issues around the basket that drive me absolutely bananas, nuts, like he just does not finish well at the moment, but he still has some plays every game that you're just like, oh, that's so awesome, and so would amazing. You, would you agree, you
1: know, obviously there's, there's no stat for force of will, well, mm. would you agree that Lillard maybe demonstrates like the the greatest force of will we've seen in the NBA, and I don't know, like in in the modern era, yes. Like who's who's close? I mean, I nobody. Think, yeah, Kobe wanted to think he was. I mean, that was Kobe's like brand. Yeah, but if you're talking about actual in practice like force of will, I think you have to go back to Jordan. Like, yeah,
0: I I think so. I mean, Lillard just is just. He's 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 something else. Yeah. He's he's a he's a force. He's a presence. I mean, he's not as gifted as Jordan in some ways, of course. Yeah. I'm in no way saying that he's as no. Good and as Jordan. I didn't think you were, but but I mean, and he has one undeniable additional superpower, other than his indomitable will, which is like he's literally shooting forty two percent from thirty plus feet. Yeah. Uh, that's obscene. I was talking
1: to a Warriors fan who was really upset that someone said that Lillard is uh, is someone that you now have to talk to talk about in the same. Uh, you have to talk about Lillard in the same conversation as Steph Curry, and he was all offended and How dare anyone say that? I'm like, well, what else does the guy have to do? I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I completely agree, and I know that they're offended, and I don't care. Like <laughs> Steph Curry is amazing but Lillard is the only guy, I mean, Lillard is just a, a whole thing. I, I mean, he's just, he's, he's, it's unreal, right? It's it's just, it, it doesn't, it, basketball has not looked like this. And, and for, like I said, for a guy like that to, to just step up another level this year, it's just been so incredible. And then, you know, with Nurkic coming back, it's, it, it the follow-on effects of all this have been pretty amazing. I mean, we're still missing a couple guys that I wish were there, but, Nurkic coming back and Collins coming back, now out, but when he was back, meant that um, Carmelo dropped back down to the three, Mm -hmm. which has really been huge for him. He's played so well. Yeah, when I was talking about playing defense, he was the one I was actually thinking of. He made a couple of pretty... uh, Really impressive. Key defensive plays, yeah. Yeah, completely agreed. And he's had 20 points in multiple games Um, You know that he's busting out that, that classic... I mean, every commentator mentions it literally every time he does it. But that turnaround, which is just ridiculous, and it just—he's—he's he's having so much fun. He's hit huge shots for the team. I love having him on the team. He's been—he's been just. I mean, you—they were showing clips of him, you know, inspiring Wenyan Gabriel and just being a great leader. He's been such a great locker room guy for the team. Like he's just been incredible. I really, really, really hope they resign. Find a way to resign him. Man, but no one uh, ever thought that this
1: would ever happen with Carmelo. Do you remember like no. two years ago and it's like, yes. oh he just can't he can't ever be anything but the guy. We'll never see him embrace like a secondary role on a team, but wouldn't that be so great? And here it is. It's literally the thing <laughs> that people yeah. were talking yeah, yeah. about as an impossible hypothetical and he's slowly yeah. totally doing it. It's great. But what
0: I love is that with the Blazers he's doing it as Carmelo Anthony. He's not doing it as Olympics mellow. Right? Which yeah. is what everyone wanted him to do. That's not what he's doing. He's He's still, you know, going one on one and doing all the Carmelo stuff. He's just not doing it as often, and he's doing it more in the flow of the team, and which they is need a probably
1: like about that. all that he can do right now. He can't be New York Knicks Carmelo,
0: right? But that's not even what they need, right? Yeah, exactly. They need a guy exactly. Who can They need another guy who can go get a bucket when when they need it, and so, he is so capable of
1: that. Not to take anything away from the Blazers' victory, but Mm. what do you think is going on with the Lakers? Because they haven't... Their very, very first game, they kind of won an impressive game, but they haven't really looked like themselves. And, I mean, I guess, like, this is... they're missing some guys. They're missing some guys. And to be fair to LeBron, like, this is kind of his thing. Like, lose the first game in a series,
0: and then take over he's done that well, it's only the so second time he's ever lost the first game of uh, the first round of the playoffs oh really his entire career yeah well he's done it
1: <laughs> he still has he's done, it done it in other series
0: playoffs. but this was the only thing this was literally the second time he's ever lost the first game of the first round and the last time was 2018 to indianapolis and then they won in seven
1: hmm. okay well i you know i i would love to see portland win i'm on your side Thank you. Um, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to panic, and I'm not trying to, like, bury the Oh, and I don't
0: think that L.A. should panic, but I do think that um, uh you know, all those follow-on effects, you know, like I was saying with the Blazers, like, the fact that Hassan Whiteside is now coming off the bench, which is incredible. He's so good as a second center. Right. Yeah. He is not who I wanted to be my starting center, necessarily. But so um, all those things, the Lakers have, like, the opposite of that right because a couple i mean i think casual fans think oh well anthony davis and lebron james are still there what the what does the rest of it even matter yeah but it it matters a ton and the specific guys that are missing i think they'll probably get rondo back right but the specific guys that are missing they're not getting avery bradley back and that is a huge loss because your entire defensive scheme switches like he was a linchpin in a certain style of playing, and when he's gone, everyone else has to move to a new thing on the fly. It's not easy to do, especially after playing the whole season, and it can really have a lot of knock-on effects where everyone's moving up a role. Suddenly, the guy who was playing—I mean, one of my favorite things about the restart Blazers is that uh, Anthony Simons is playing like a few minutes a game instead of playing like 25 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. You know, Mario Hizonia is playing a lesser role, like all those it's guys who have playing at him, all. Uh, He's actually been surprisingly good, too, which is, like, he's not my favorite guy, but he's been good. And I'm like, okay, maybe, again, a guy who can play eight minutes a game and give you eight quality minutes is not necessarily a guy who can then play 16 quality minutes, right? So I think the Lakers are just in a situation where, I mean, LeBron played great. Shaq was insanely wrong on inside the NBA last night. Like, uh, LeBron played great. He had, like, the best triple-double in the history of the playoffs, right, like, or whatever, like well, he played, how can well, it be
1: the best triple double in the history of the playoffs if you
0: lost? But sorry, well, please continue. Sure, individual performance, not team performance. Like he he had he had the best statistical triple double. Uh, in 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 back, like no one has ever scored twenty plus fifteen and fifteen, and he did twenty three and seventeen and sixteen. Whatever. My point is twenty three points, seventeen rebounds, sixteen assists. Forget about triple doubles; those are incredible numbers.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And so you can't say he didn't do enough. I mean, maybe you'd want to see a few more points, but. You know, and Anthony Davis had 28 points, 11 rebounds, you know. I mean, but if you look at the rest of their roster, I mean, no one did provided anything, you know. Um, yeah. The Blazers had four guys in double figures. Like, you know, it's just two guys in double figure rebounds. It just it – it just – the Lakers are kind of a – you know, they're kind of a – I mean – Anthony Caruso, is it Anthony Caruso? Caruso, Alex Caruso played 29 minutes. Dion Waiters saw action. It got a <laughs> trillion, but J.R. Smith didn't play at all, right? J.R. Smith did not play at all. Quinn Cook and Jared Dudley did not play. Interesting. Can't play Jared Dudley's on this team. But, uh, y- you know, LeBron played 41 minutes. Uh, and I think that one of the things that um, Shaq and or, uh, Charles Barkley and uh, Kenny were saying is that you know the challenge for the Lakers is going to be it's so easy for Portland to score. Yeah. and uh, Now, LA
1: is like, you have the gamut of people who can't play defense and people who don't really want to play defense and Anthony Davis.
0: <laughs> yeah, their defense is not great. It's, it's not an awful defense, but it's not great. Hey, all the Blazers to 100. <laughs> they sure that did, would, but they still That would win most games in the bubble. That's that's very true, but they still lost. Right? So they they you know, they are they going to outscore the Blazers or are they going to step up their defense? But it's really hard to to defend this uh Blazers team. They're just really good at scoring. They're terrible at defense.
1: In right? in a hypothetical world where let's say the Blazers do win, let's say. And I think I think at this point, we still have to say that that's unlikely, right? Let's give the yeah, Lakers a little bit of credit. Let's give yeah, I would agree, LeBron, Le Goat, a little bit of credit. Yeah, agree. Uh, uh, they'll probably win, but let's say hypothetically they don't win. Where where do the Lakers
0: go from here? Yeah, I mean, c- can they talk themselves into the idea that it was just you know the bubble and the people missing and the whatever, whatever?
1: I mean, they have to talk Anthony Davis into re-signing anyway, and then they have nothing. I mean, they can trade Danny Green. I, I mean, what they don't, do they do? yeah, they
0: don't know. They, they don't have any. They have basically no trade trade assets, right? It's and interesting. They can sign someone. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this, really this is really interesting year. Me. Yeah, and Anthony Davis is not signed, right? They have
1: they have no future assets. LeBron is Anthony thirty-five. Davis can leave. Anthony Davis can go wherever he wants.
0: Yeah. Maybe he'll go to the Clippers Man. and become a
1: super team. God, wouldn't that be something if he left? Yeah, I would. Yeah, it really would. I think if Anthony Davis were to leave, and I know that this would probably never happen, but if Anthony Davis were to leave and the Lakers had LeBron with two years left on his contract, the best thing they could do is like just trade LeBron and get whatever you can. Wow. Because otherwise you have nothing,
0: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it would be two years ago again. Lakers have missed the playoffs. I mean, LeBron is still a great player, but he's not carry a team to the finals by himself anymore.
1: Next year, he's 36. You have no other assets. I think even if Davis leaves, it doesn't open up that much money. Maybe it, maybe at that point they could actually sign someone decent. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah.
0: It but is who wants fascinating.
1: To go, if the whole thing didn't work with Anthony Davis, who looks at that situation and goes, well, maybe me? <sighs> You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's. I it's love bleak. it. I love it. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I dislike. I do too. I. I can't stand the Lakers, so.
1: <laughs> I do dislike the Lakers. I dislike the Sixers more, um, being you know a Boston fan. The,
0: there's no team I dislike more than the Lakers. Really. I don't think so. Who would I like less than the Lakers? The Thunder? Oh, I—they don't even exist to me, so that's why <laughs> I didn't even think of them. <laughs> okay, they've, All they've right. been erased from my brain. Arc, arc, arc.
1: I guess when you're on the playground,
0: you can play by whatever rules you want. No, you're right. It is Thunder number one, and then, but it, but honestly, if the Sonics come back, it will be Lakers number one. Okay, hypothetically. Hypothetically,
1: hypothetically, yeah, I'm a Kraken if fan. M- now. Mordor becomes real, and has well, a, I'm a basketball Kraken fan. team. That's all it is. I'm a Kraken, right? The Seattle Kraken.
0: Yeah, you're, you're a crackhead. I'm. <laughs> Sorry. I am. I'm a crack. I, I like to hang out at the crack house. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, I hope they I, discourage I've, people from using that nickname because that's obviously I fully, horrible. I have fully embrace the idea of the Seattle Kraken, though I'm on board completely.
1: Wait, really? Because you were not
0: with the last time we talked yeah, about I've, it. No, I'm on board now.
1: Oh, great. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, Fantastic. When is their you first know what season? Yeah, you know what did it? was the First of all, the sweater looks awesome, but also the, um, the secondary logo. I want that on a hat so bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, they don't have it yet on a flat brim, and they have it on a <laughs> dumb rounded hat. I'm so happy that want. they sold Here's you with the gear potential. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean uh, when's their first season it's like not for another two years or something like that well maybe by then things will be back to normal it's so far away it's still so far I oh i can get a seattle Kraken face covering oh that's cool yeah i'm checking their hats i don't, again, I don't so. really like like i just have like the medical
1: face covering mm-hmm. i get it through work yeah me too i don't I'm not want really into it. like the face covering as fashion statement personally No,
0: i'm not either Can you explain to me why they only have the 47 stupid rounded brim hats for the alternate logo why they only have the flat cap like the normal ass hat well first of all are you just looking at the official team site i'm looking at the nhl
1: shop site i would go to i would go to fanatics i would go to uh new era i would go to the individual like hat brands and look at what they have
0: before you Start kissing and moaning. <laughs> Before I besmirch the the, uh... oh, you... nice Blazers hats. Oof. Oh, there you go. They knew. Somehow they knew that we were talking about this. <laughs> That's true, man. That's stuff about, like, Oh, and your... then when I went, no, I literally clicked on NHL, and it's all the Kraken stuff. That's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Uh, I guess it's new. They're probably just assuming that anyone who comes there right now is... The Kraken Fan. Fanatics.com, no hat for me. What was the other one you said? New Era. New Era, of course. Classic. A classic. Okay, shop (sighs) your team. It wouldn't be an
1: episode of Playground Rules without our something up on the internet.
0: Mm. You know what? Miss it. Incredible content. They don't have NHL hats. No, that's not surprising.
1: Yeah, if you go on exactly ESPN not. and try to, like, look up the NHL, it's literally, like, the 12th sport they list. I know.
0: I don't care at all. It's like
1: junior softball. Yeah. it's Water not cricket. You're really <laughs> not NHL really is wrong. so far down the list. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I don't think there is a, a hat for me yet. But, you know, there has to be eventually, right? I mean, that, yeah. Or I'll cave and get the S. I like the S, but I just don't like it as much as that. That like, you know what I'm talking about, right? The it's like So an you anchor. have to have a flat brim hat. I don't think I want a rounded brim hat. Do you wear rounded brim hats? I do sometimes, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Well, maybe I'll get it. I'm what then. you call like
1: capsidextrous.
0: Yeah, you're hat Gnostic.
1: Yes, thank you. <laughs> Darn, you're so much better at that than I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I I'll think about it. Anyway, uh, I think we've at this point. I feel like
1: long I'm being I'm being irresponsible if I let you keep going because you have bore, yeah, you have generously it. given us uh, an extra 15 minutes of your time. I can't wait to do the next one. I really miss doing this. We should do it again. You know, there's nothing yeah, else going should. on. Even if we're just and, arguing about Star Wars, I'm still into it. So, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I ha- you had to get it off
0: your chest. I had to get it I off did. my chest. I didn't even realize I did, but I definitely did. Yeah, man, I'm glad you feel better. Oof, you know what? That was awful.
1: I think everything's going to be all right.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, think, I think everything's going
1: to be all right. <laughs> I just want to say one more time to anyone who's still listening at this point, uh, I, we really hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, please care stay of safe, everybody. Don't hesitate to reach out yeah. if you need help. Yeah, if you know
0: us, which you do, because no one else. Well, is
1: I'm, to this. not to us. I just mean reach out. Oh, to oh people okay. I thought here. we were. Yeah. No. leave me alone. I got enough going on. No, I'm just kidding. If you, if you know me and you need help, please, 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 reach out. Herb will know.
0: help. He is a helper.
1: We're all here for each other, and the only way we're going to get through this is together. Um, but yeah, Ark, let's just do this again soon. Maybe a week. Maybe two weeks. I don't know. Maybe something cool happens in basketball, and we just have to talk about it. I'm into it, man. Great great yeah thank you very much good night and good luck (laughs) sorry